When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, Al. I have a um, a question for you, and I don't Good. know if you're the you might be the right person. I don't know. Maybe somebody can call in or, or send us a tweet or, or whatever they want to do. Eight seven 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 ten ESPN at Travis Rogers at Alan Sliwa. We always welcome your participation. Um, I, I I'm currently in one of my phases where I have a beard. Right. Sometimes I have a beard. Sometimes I don't. I I, okay. I kind of go back and forth. I'm I'm in the beard phase right now. And I, after I took my shower today, I trimmed my beard, right? I, I, I cut it a little shorter with the clipper, and I took the scissors and went around the, my mouth and made sure that it was all cleaned up and nice and ready to go. I have one whisker that yep. is a good inch and a half long, right above Longer than my everybody upper, else, yep. <laughs> right above my upper lip. That I, I and, and it was driving me crazy. It kept brushing up against my lip, and I'm like, I can't, I can't see it. I can't find it. I can't find it. Finally, I went upstairs to try to cut it to get it back with the rest. Couldn't, it wouldn't cut. It's like made out of titanium or something. It just simply would sure, not sure. cut. Yep. yep. And I had. I, Do you ever have those? The you know the garden tools that you have the uh, <laughs> the hedge clipper cutting like bushes, <laughs> yeah, shears. stuff like that. <laughs> I have Use one of those. I, I probably so you know what I did. I yanked it. What'd you and do? Na- and, and, and so I yanked it out. Now I feel like I got shot in the face because it hurts so mm-hmm. much. My eyes are tearing. My yep. nose is running. There has to be a better way to do this. I don't know if I have the wrong clipper or whatever, but I, I am in agony right now. You ever have uh, I think one time we had this too. We were in the studio, and you said there was a, there was like a hair on your forehead or something. <laughs> brushing that, like, my side of my like, face, would, yeah. I have it, grooming problems. Something like that, right? <laughs> I think we all have we all have an issue like that. Yeah, sometimes you gotta you gotta if if you gotta tear it off, you gotta tear. It. Hopefully, you're sending a message to the rest <laughs> the of your guy, facial no. hair that if it's gotta get ugly, it's gotta get ugly. Yeah. Do you want to get cut in half or do you want to come out? It's 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 really up to you. Go look at your point. guy next to you. Go look what happened to the guy next to you. That's what why you gotta say. It, why does that hurt so much? It's one teeny tiny little hair, oh, and it felt like I was tearing off the a worst fingernail. Pain. It was like you got shot. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you. That is the worst pain. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. Um, It was a remarkably emotional run through this Ram season. That They got off to a great start. Can't believe had, they did it, bro. They won had, it all. Had a bad month in November. Got hot again. <laughs> cratered in the last game of the season. Had their worst loss of the season in the last game of the season. Their their seeding stumbles yep, yep. or tumbles from a two to a four. Mm-hmm. Then they have a blowout win in the wild card, and you're like, all right, yeah, but they they always beat that team. Not a big. Then they go in Tampa and they get out to a huge lead. You're feeling yes, this okay. They're gonna steamroll Tom Brady, and then they escape with real their life. deal. Everyone watch out. Yep, <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. And they nearly trick it off with four fumbles, and they nearly crater. Matthew Stafford hits cup with the bomb. They set up to win the game, and you're like, okay. And then you find out you got to play San Francisco again. Your nemesis, the team you haven't beaten. You find you come back from a ten point fourth quarter deficit. You win that game. You advance to the Super Bowl, and it's oh, okay. We did it. We did it. 
Everybody needs to realize that the guys that are coming here from Cincinnati, they didn't win like a Willy Wonka contest and they drew it out of a candy bar. They're really good. They got here because they beat three other playoff teams as well. They beat the Raiders. They go on the road in Tennessee. They win that game. They go on the road to Kansas City, come back from a 21-3 deficit to beat the team that was probably the heavy favorite to win the whole thing at that point. Yeah. And now it feels like, and tell me if I'm wrong, does it not feel like it's almost like, okay, good, we got the Bengals. That is a terrible way to go. And I'm not talking about the players. I'm talking about fans. It's a terrible way to go yeah. into the Super Bowl thinking, oh, we got the team that we know we're going to beat. It's a bad deal. So you can try to sell it as much as you want. I don't think it's going to change, my man. I really don't. I mean, I'm looking at the Bengals. I'm, I, I, I'm almost like, okay, well, uh, so what are they going to do? So Sunday they win. A week from Sunday they win the Super Bowl. And then they're trying to figure out, all right, how are they going to coordinate the parade? What's the parade going to look like? They're going to do it at SoFi. They're going to start this thing in Inglewood. You know, are they going to come down to I'm, – I'm not kidding when I tell you this. <laughs> I think there's a lot of people out there, including a lot of Rams fans or fans of just of the NFL. They, they don't think – they think this thing is over on Sunday – a week from Sunday, that this is not going to be a game. And to be honest with you, I wouldn't be surprised or shocked that there's a couple players within that organization are like, oh, we got lucky. We got the Bengals. You know why it is, Trav? I'll explain it to you. It's very simple. First off, you obviously, your path to get through the NFC, um, they're playing some good football. Mm-hmm. They are stacked. The 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 entire squad, you know, I, I – it kind of dawned on me, and not that you know it's a surprise or anything like that. Kittle said it after the game on Sunday. Everywhere you look, there's a superstar, and that's the truth with the Rams. And you have this team in Cincinnati that hadn't been to the playoffs or hadn't won a playoff game in 30-plus years. They hadn't won a road playoff game, period. Ever. Um, and, and they're one of, I want, to say, I want to say, they're one of six franchises to never win a Super Bowl. And, and you got such a young quarterback, and you don't know much about this team, and there isn't these examples of what they've accomplished in the playoffs, and there weren't expectations for them to be there. You're right about you cannot overlook the Bengals. What I'm telling you is it's impossible for people not to overlook the Bengals, and I think those are some of the reasons for it. Well, put, put it this way. They beat the Raiders in the opening round, and I think everyone went, yeah, okay, the, the Bengals are a division champ. The Raiders are a wild card team. The Raiders had to have a lot of roles go their way just to get in, right? They, they, the Raiders caught some breaks down the stretch to get in. So, all right, they beat the Raiders. They beat the number one seed in Tennessee on the road. Okay, yep. so that that's not just a, oh, hey, you got a nice draw. You beat the number one seed in their own backyard who was fresh. Back. Absolutely. Then you go up against the team that maybe wasn't the number one seed but was probably the favorite. They're the team that had been in the Super Bowl mm-hmm. two years in a row. They've been the team that's been in the AFC Championship game four years in a row. You're brand new. You don't know what you're doing here. And not only do they win out. Came back from 21-3 yes! down. They've come back from a 21-3 deficit. and, and Okay. I said this to DeMarco on the postgame show. I said this to Kirk on the pregame show. And both of them looked at me like, yeah, I really wish you hadn't have told me that because that fits way too well. Here's what Cincinnati reminds me of. And, and I want to qualify this just a little bit by saying I'm not crazy and I understand that this is the beginning of this and not the end. And I'm not comparing the players I'm about to mention to the players I'm about to mention as equals. I'm saying this is how it started the last mm-hmm. time. Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase feel so much like Joe Montana and Jerry Rice to me 
Because let's go back to when Joe Montana shows up in San Francisco. Joe Montana was not the number one overall pick. We know he slid in the draft and all those things. But Joe Montana, all he did in college was win a national championship and lead a bunch of comebacks. And basically just every time I show up, I win stuff. This is what I do. He comes to a San Francisco team that's dreadful. The Niners pre-Joe Montana were terrible. They were the Jacksonville Jags. They were terrible. He comes in, and a couple years later, what do you know? We're in the Super Bowl. How did that happen? We Well, we got a really good coach in Bill Walsh, and we got the quarterback. That just, I win stuff. Stop me if this doesn't sound exactly like Joe Burrow. Now, I get it. He's a number one overall pick, but this is a guy. I just go to LSU. Yeah, I just win stuff. I come in here, and it's my rookie year. I get hurt. He comes back. There's no learning curve. There's no ramp up to this. Is Guys, this is what I do. And it's this unbelievable confidence. It's this unbelievable belief in themselves that I can just – I don't know what you're all surprised about this, but this is what I've been doing my whole life. I just win things. So I'm going to – why wouldn't I expect to win this? Give him an ultimate weapon, Jerry Rice, a few years after that. And all of a sudden, you've got a, a combination that not only is better than you've ever had, but something that set them up for a couple of decades worth of success. Does this not feel incredibly familiar to you? And and I'm trying to tell Rams fans, this is the real thing. I know they're early. I know they're ahead of schedule. But this is a very, very good team that you're going to be playing against, and you need to be ready for it. So I, I, I hear you, heard everything you said. I get where you're coming from. I think you're probably – it's more coach talk, and that's what you're doing inside of a locker room. I get the whole thing. I, I completely understand where you're coming from. I would be shocked – if the Rams didn't beat the Cincinnati Bengals, and man, would it be a letdown like no other? Because I, I think if 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 people are having this conversation today, if the conversation is going on right now that hey, um, anything short of a Super Bowl to this point, bro, it's it is things lined up for the Rams. If you don't finish this thing. I don't want to hear any conversation of well, at least they got to the Super Bowl. At least they no. accomplished this. I mean, Trav. Everything lined up perfectly hey. for the Rams. If you don't finish a job, I'm not underplaying what you're saying. I don't buy the whole thing just because I think you <clears throat> I think you always want to see teams get in the postseason and show that they have some success before mm-hmm. you know you really get. Have they not shown you that? They have shown that, but success as in you won and won the whole thing. And I know the Rams haven't either. Expectation for the Rams was to go win it all. It wasn't for the Bengals. If you come up short in this game. Uh, I, I think it's a colossal failure based off of the, the road and, and where you sit today. You don't have the Chiefs. You don't have the Bills. You don't have Mahomes. You don't have Josh Allen. you got to finish the job. I don't know if I'm – I'm not going colossal failure. It, it's not. What it is is it's not what they signed up for. Look, all in doesn't mean get to the final table, right? All in, it means you win the whole thing. It means you're the one with all the chips at the end. It doesn't mean I made a big bet and we went down to the very last hand and, ah, he got it. That's not what this is, right? This is you're down. You're heads up play right now, right? It's me against you, but you don't have the act. Good try. No, 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 no. Not when you did what they did. They've done everything they needed to do to get to this point. But the question of what did, what did, what is it if it doesn't go their way, I think is a really interesting one because I think it matters a great deal on the way that this thing unfolds. Let's get into that next. Plus, I got a question about uh, your kidneys, Al. That I really I, I need to know sure. how attached to those you are. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten, ESPN.
Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. You're just going to keep doing that now? Is that what we're <laughs> I'm not do? in charge of this. I, I'm not the one that puts this stuff together. I, I mean, I like it. I'm not going to tell them to stop doing it, but uh, it, it no, kind of is what it is at this point. That's fine. It's all good, Rob. <laughs> I want to read a couple of tweets here. I want to start with uh, Manny, who sent a couple. It, and, and this was sent to me. It says, you keep comparing this whole season to Goff's, but now both Stafford and Goff are at the same height for the Rams. If he doesn't win it, then he's just Goff and the season's a failure. Stop lying to yourself. He goes on to say, I'm on your side, but they have this in the bag. The Bumgles are nothing compared to this all-star team. Okay, Manny, let's, yeah, let's game's talk over. about this. Game's over, guys. I, why are they even playing? I, I don't even know why they play the game. You know how much money can be saved? <laughs> Well, we'll get to your kidneys in a second because you're going to have to sell them if you want to go to the game. But that's uh, that's another topic that we'll we'll bring up in a second. Um, Tom Brady just retired today, right? He made yeah. the official announcement today. Do you know uh, what happened in Tom Brady's first Super Bowl win? They beat the Rams. Do you know that uh, what the point the spread, spread in that game it was a couple was, touchdowns? Right, it was 14 points. Mm-hmm. So this idea that they're the bumgles. Manny, I'm just saying you might want to take it a little bit more seriously than that. They're not the they're in the Super Bowl. They didn't win a contest to bring your favorite team to the Super Bowl. They got there by beating three playoff teams, two of them on the road. One of them was a number one seed. The other team had an 18 point lead on you in their own building, and they still won. They're really, really good. You need you need to wrap your head around that. As for the season being a failure, I think Al, it matters, right? That if the Rams get beat soundly and they lose because Jared or Jared Goff Matthew Stafford throws a couple of interceptions because yeah. Sean McVay does some weird play call things if they have another game like they had against uh, New England a few years ago where they score seven points 10 13 whatever it is a really low scoring game then I think you kind of look at it like what the hell but you can't can we really call it a failure if they play a game and the Rams lose 34-31 to because McPherson bombs a 55-yard field goal at the horn. Is that a failure? Can you really call I don't feel like that's a failure. I feel like you got beat by a good team on the last play. There's a I, I ton think, of gap between those. I think the definition of a failure at this point, <clears throat> it's simple in the sense that the Rams, the path they got to get here, it's some stuff that went their way. right? Sure. I, I think... Getting Arizona in a wild card game while they're reeling, they took complete advantage of and and demolished them. It wasn't even a game. Then getting Tampa Bay, um, when when I say getting Tampa Bay, it was the thought process was if you beat the 49ers, you're going to be hosting that game at SoFi, and now the path you, you didn't feel like you're going to get get another opportunity at SoFi Stadium. You didn't have to face the uh, Green Bay Packers at Lambeau, but you faced a really really good Niners team that you've had trouble with. They they've had some breaks go their way. And I th- I do think it matters who you play in the Super Bowl. 
Patrick Mahomes won a Super Bowl. Patrick Mahomes, they went to, what they host, four straight AFC championship games. Yep. Um, I, I think there's nothing wrong if you – you'd still be considered a disappointing season if you lost to the Chiefs. Disappointing, I think, is the right word. If you lost to the Chiefs in the Super Bowl, I, I still think it's a disappointment. But the fact that you're playing the Cincinnati Bengals, it does change things. And, and I, I, I think it doesn't matter whether you lost 34-31 to 31 or you lost – 17 to 7. However, you kind of script this thing, and most people don't remember what the final score is. You either won a Super Bowl or you didn't win a Super Bowl. I agree. They're going to be part. favorites. They're going to be favorites. They're, they're, I think they're already four point favorites. The game's mm-hmm. at SoFi Stadium. The, the team was built to win a Super Bowl. If you got this far and you didn't win it, you didn't finish your job. I get that the other squad is talented, too, that they had to do something to put themselves in this position. Yeah, but, Al, there's a huge difference between disappointment, which I agree with you. No matter how you lose, you're going to be terribly disappointed, and failure. Those are not mutually It's a failed season. Let me decipher. Let me decipher. If they lose the Super Bowl to the Cincinnati Bengals, it's a failed season. Why does Period. It, the Cincinnati Bengals are here because they earned it. They didn't get a gift. This isn't they, – they beat Patrick Mahomes. Why do we just – well, it's not Patrick Mahomes. Right, because they kicked his ass. Okay, let me put it this <laughs> way. Him. Let me put it this way. If they lost to the Super Bowl against the Kansas City Chiefs, it would be a failed season. It's a failed season if it's you do not win the Super Bowl. Season. Yeah, it's a – but it's not – no, failure is different than disappointment. What are they failure, going all in for? Isn't that isn't this the whole talk to about get, the, to get to right where they are to win this thing? I'm not saying that it wouldn't be incredibly disappointing, but disappointing and failure are not the same thing. Failure is you didn't prepare, you you panicked at the biggest moment. Your most important guys cratered under the pressure of massive expectations. I'm actually surprised. That's not I'm, what's I'm, happening. I'm surprised that your take is you don't think if they don't win the Super Bowl. That it's not a failure to say that in the beginning of the season. I, no, 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 no. That, that's on. a very, that's not very what I said. difficult, difficult that's not path. What I said. It's not what they I said, said today. I think would be a failure. You're saying if they lose, it's a failure. Yes. I'm saying there are all the options where they lose where it's not a failure. If they look like they looked against the Patriots, that's a failure. If they look like they looked against San Francisco in Week Ten, if they look like they looked against Tennessee and they just get bull rushed and pushed around, that's a failure. If they play a clean game and the quarterbacking is good and the coaching is good and the decision making is good, that's not a failure. That's Trap, losing. People don't remember that. You don't remember that. That's I don't not, care it, what people it's, remember. It's, it's, well, I'm, what I'm it saying was. it's semantics. How you no, lose? It's not. There's a difference. Okay. If you're, it, it's well, like saying that if your here's, wife here's died, you failed in your marriage. No, you didn't. There That's are extenuating circumstances. It's not a good example. Of course, example there are. All. Yes, it is. Because Ultimately, you're at the end of the, the day, this is how you're judged is in the sports. Exa- is the end, the result. This is That's how it. you're judged in sports, especially if you're a team like the Rams. You are judged by winning or by losing. That's yes. how you're judged. The Lakers right. this season will be judged. The Dodgers this season, yes. you're judged by winning or losing. Dodgers yes. lost. Was that was that a successful season? No, that's of different. course it wasn't. They were it was a failure. It's Lakers not, in the position they're in, if they don't win a championship Lakers, this year, it's no, a failure. No, 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 no. The Dodgers did not fail. The Dodgers got beat by a team that was playing a lot better than they did. There's a difference between failing and losing. It's not the same thing. You're treating them like they're synonyms. They're not. I, I think there's a lot of similarities. There, there are, there, they can sometimes be the same thing, but there are oftentimes very different things. It's not just, hey, what happened? Oh, um, I lost. Okay, well, there's a difference between you losing because you panicked and 
freaked out in the biggest moment. And there's a difference between, hey, listen, we ran into a team that played lights out. We played great and lost is different than we failed. There's a huge difference between those things. But are we saying anything that different? Yeah, like, I, I think I, we I, are. I, I don't. I don't understand. Explain to me, because maybe I'm not understanding it. If the Rams lose to the Bengals, what is your overall thoughts? If the Rams lose to the Bengals, if I just tell it you, it depends right now, on Bengals how they the lose. I, it's not a question. It's not a black or white question. There, there are a million stops on that train between the beginning of the game and the end of the game. If you're telling me, I think they it's more lost black and white game, for me. No, how for me, it be? For me, listen, listen. For me, the Rams, in my opinion are supposed to beat the Cincinnati Bengals. If they do not accomplish that goal in less than two weeks, I believe it's a failed season. That's how I look at it. And and I I don't say the same thing for the Cincinnati Bengals. If the Bengals lose to the Rams, I don't think it's a failed season. I think the expectations weren't there. I think you're right about that. They were going to win the Super Bowl. I I view it. I think you're right about that. I, I think that the Bengals are in a different spot than the Rams. The Bengals are the Rams from three years ago. The Bengals are the Rams from three years ago in the sense that, hey, listen. We're here before anybody thought we were going to be here. We're, we're, we're early. Schedule. We're early. So whatever happens next is kind of the beginning of something. I agree. There, there's no there's I think we're no gonna fight. sense. I where... think we're about to fight you. And I. <laughs> yeah. I I, think... I'm ready to throw some swings. I don't, I'm probably not going to land anything, but I'm just going to throw a couple. <laughs> there's a big difference between where the Bengals are and where the Rams are. If the Rams lose this game, it's wildly disappointing. There is no tempering the, hey, good try, guys. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is there's a loss ends with nothing but disappointment, but a loss doesn't necessarily end with failure. Failing is different than being disappointed and upset. Uh, Disappointed and upset and bummed out by it, you can be, what else do you want? What if Matthew Stafford throws for 400 yards, Sonny Michelle scores a couple of touchdowns, Cooper Cup catches three, Matt Gay kicks four field goals over 50 yards, but the, the defense just gives you a little bit less than you need, and the Cincinnati Bengals do a little bit more, and you lose. That's a failure? But then it's irrelevant. Because at the end of the day, whatever statistics, numbers you put up there, whatever Stafford does, Cup, all this stuff, these individual performances, ultimately at the end of the day, all these guys care about is you won the game or you lost the game. You won the game or you lost the game. And that and that and that's what I think. I think ultimately for me, that's, what, that's how I – you put certain teams on a pedestal. You put certain teams in a position where you feel – Hey, they're good enough to go win it all. Hey, they're the favorites to go win the game. Listen, in a one-game playoff for the whole thing, can the Rams lose the game? Of course they can. A tip pass. I mean, anything can happen, right? This is all part of – this is what makes the NFL so exciting. Nobody Mm -hmm. picked the Bengals to get this far. The Rams before the playoffs started, I think a lot of people were leaning towards, no, the Rams are not going to be there. This is two number four seats. Can anything happen in one game? Absolutely. I just feel the expectations, the squad, the talent, everything that they've done to get here, they're, they're so prepared to win this whole thing. I, I use the word failure if they don't win it. 877-710-ESPN. So is it a failure no matter what if the Rams don't win the Super Bowl? Does it matter that it's the Cincinnati Bengals on the other side where it would be less failure-ish if it were the Kansas City Chiefs or the Buffalo Bills or any of the other AFC playoff teams along the way? 877-710-ESPN. And ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. Pet protection comes free with auto collision coverage. Visit Progressive.com. Let's go to uh, Lake Arrowhead and Ralph. Ralph, you're on with Travis and What's up, Ralph? Hello, guys. How you doing? Great. We're just arguing, bro. I have a question. I, I think, I've been doing I think... this so far for a game. 
And I'm uh, very impressed with the beautiful stadium that it is. And the capacity is listed at 70,000. And I Googled it, and it said expandable to 100,000 for Super Bowl-type events. I don't mm-hmm. see where they can put 30,000 more seats in there. Do you guys have any insight on that? I do, actually. Maybe that's Ralph. why the parking is $1,000. <laughs> you just watch it. You listen, You're watch you it on the big screen. <laughs> You don't even watch it. You just listen to it from the parking lot. No, what you do is they have a seat where you can look through and you can see a little corner of the scoreboard, and you can watch it right through there from the parking lot. I actually do know the answer to your question, Ralph. They have uh, at SoFi what they have at a lot of the newer stadiums. It's called modular seating. So you go to your seat. you got armrests on it, right? And this is just kind of a, a very bad explanation of what it is. You can take out all of the armrests. You can slide the seats closer together. Right, so basically, if you're and this is not perfect math, but it'll give you an idea. You could have ten seats in a row. Now, all of a sudden, you have twelve because you take out the spot. You can slide two more chairs in there. That's where the extra capacity comes from. It's not like they build another upper deck afterwards. It's you can slide the seats a little bit tighter together and create some more spot. It's it's uh, what's the place in uh, Vegas, Al, where the Knights play? Uh, T-Mobile. They have yep. the exact same thing at T-Mobile, where the seats kind of snap yeah, don't- together. I will say this. If you're concerned that the NFL and uh, Kroenke are going to find a way to add a couple more seats, don't be concerned. They'll be – they're definitely going to get those seats, and don't worry about that. All right, let's go and try a couple of these phone calls coming up in just a little bit. If you're on hold, stay there, 877-710-ESPN. But Fact or Cap is coming up next. Could you work with Rookie next to your side? That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Hey, guys. We got a lot of uh, people calling in about uh, whether or not the Rams will be a failure if they lose the Super Bowl. I'm on the side of I don't think it'd be a failure because... It's hard to get the Super Bowl. I think that's that's where I stand, but we'll the, the, get into the more argument next is segment. different. The argument is not <laughs> if they lose, is it satisfying and it's okay. The question we need to be attention to what we're talking about. The question isn't if they lose, is it okay? That's not the question. 
The question is, is it a failure if they lose? And my answer is it depends on what happens. Not that it's okay that they've gotten this far. Everybody's misunderstanding the conversation we were having, Slee. We'll keep doing it. We got phone calls, 877-710-ESPN. I know you haven't changed your mind, but Emily answered a different question. That's not what we were talking about. Anyway, okay. back to Factor Cap. Feb- uh, right, so up first, February is by far the worst month. Travis, is his Factor Cap? No, I don't. Why? I, uh, cap, I guess. It's right? short. It okay. That's, that's is it fine. voted? Like, is this like uh, is this a thing? That I mean, February is considered maybe one of me the. Coming from not always living I, I, in Southern I, California. I was going to say, Emily. I think this is a East Coast person thing where it's cold, where the days are super short, where you have to, you know, put chains on your car or scrape ice off your window or whatever else it might be. Like, it, pretty nice here in February, Al. There's basketball. We're getting ready. The Masters is around the corner. Spring training gets starts usually in these times. But that's all it's month, pretty nice. March. Well, I mean, it's, so we got all of this other stuff too. The Super Bowls in February. There's, there's. I don't know. Okay. I don't have. I don't have a bad month. I think February is just like all the rest of them. I'm going to lean towards you on this one, Emily. I, I want to say February might be, and I'll tell you why. Daylight savings time. I don't think is until <clears throat> it's in until mid March. Yeah. Okay. I do like that. There is something about the time right now. Okay, holidays are over. So if you had some stuff that you were looking forward to there, that's done. Vacation time, kind of getting a chance to maybe go. That's done too. And you're kind of in this pocket in this window where it's still getting dark at 5 o'clock. It is chilly. You know, for us. Wait, what was it? Sixty-five degrees yesterday. Why? How is it even a work day? You know what I mean? How are we not all staying indoor because uh, it's freezing out there? So I think there's something about that. I, I think there's nothing better than when we get to March fifteenth, and now all of a sudden we're back six thirty, seven o'clock, eight o'clock. You know, as you get closer to summer, the days are longer. That's some good living right there. Right now we're in this kind of weird window. So yeah, I, but you know the what? January days it. are shorter than the February days. We turn the corner in uh, in December. Don't come at January, bro. We got NFL playoffs, <laughs> right? How good were the NFL playoffs in January? They were great. I How good were they? I'm the and one February. All that's the other the part. That's the other part about February. We basically have one game left in the NFL. You know what the I mean, worst months are? We're if, done. If we're, if, we're, if we're ranking months, it's whenever it's hot. Right? I, I want to be able to go to sleep. I don't want an air conditioning bill that's $10,000 a month. I just, uh, give me the cold. At least the days day. are like, longer. Give me California cold. I'm, it's perfect. 65 degrees and I got a hoodie. 8 p.m. I'm still walking outside <laughs> like it's nothing. All right. Up next, this comes from I went to the uh, outlets yesterday. It was a great time. But, Which uh, ones? When, uh, the one in the Citadel. Okay. Okay. Yep. All right. To, uh, I cleaned out the Nike store. Let me just say that. <laughs> so next. Oh, did you get Rams gear? I did not get any Rams gear. Oh, I did not have right. any Rams gear, unfortunately, but I am still on the hunt. So. Did you get any Laker gear? <laughs> no, I did not get any Laker gear. I do Come have on. Laker gear, so uh, I'm already in that in that category. So when someone at a store asks, do you need help with anything, you always say, no, I'm good, even if you might actually need help with something. Alan, is this factor cap? Cap. Cap, yeah. If I need help, it's so much quicker. Like, let we, you ever do this? You ever walk down the grocery store and you, you have no idea where something is and you walk down seven different aisles and I still don't know where it is. Uh, I, I, no, I don't need light bulbs or paper cups or wh- whatever it is. Right? Just tell me where it is. <laughs> and the next thing they tell you is, hey, it's in aisle 14. And before you know it, you're at aisle 14. You're grabbing what you need. If I'm at a, uh, if I'm at a mall or something along those, yeah, I, I, I'm going to need some help. Give me some quick directions. Uh, that's what they're there for. And they're nice enough to ask. Call it a day. I get my stuff. We all walk away happy people. It depends on what I'm going in for. If I'm going in for something specific, 
I, I, I'll, I'll ask for help right away. Right, like if, to your point, Al, I need to know where the um, the cumin is. Right, it's on it's on it's on aisle five in my store, but for whatever reason, they've decided to hide it in every other store in America. I'm asking, hey, where's the cumin? And I'm going to go get it. But if I'm like going into a store to buy clothes, and yeah. that lady closes on me two seconds after I've walked in there, I'm going to need her to go away for a minute. When I'm ready to ask if you have my size pants in the back because they don't fit on the table out here, I'll ask for that later. But in the meantime, let me just walk around and, and figure out what it is exactly that I'm looking for. Well, that that's the thing. You don't want to be sold on something. Like right. I don't want you coming that's to it. me that's and it saying exactly. – yeah, I don't want you coming to me and saying, if I say, hey, where are your sweaters? Sweaters are over there. By the way, did you know jeans right now? They're two for 90. I, I don't I don't need the whole sales pitch. I just need some direction of where to go, and then I'll make my decision. Can I tell there. you what the worst one of all is? You know what you'd look great in? Easy, lady. Easy. Back up, dude. I, I, I know what I want. You'd look I, so good in a turtleneck. Yeah, but, like, <laughs> but like the small ones, you know what I mean? Because your body just conforms to it perfectly. Are, are we talking about the same person, or is this pitch so, for the other guy that weighs 110 pounds that just left the store? Okay, you must have been in the store the other day because I went to go buy a pair of pants. And, and I'm going in there, and the guy comes over. I was at Nordstrom. And and you and the customer service at Nordstrom is fantastic. And the guy comes over to me and says, I had a pair of pants and I said, Okay, I'm looking he goes, Well, you know, just so you know, the, these over here are the slim cut ones and those are the ones that are kind of fat. I'm like, buddy, look at me. Do 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 I look like in the history of the world I have bought anything called slim cut or European or any like I am a quintessential a middle-aged American man. I need billowing. I need loose. I need things that stretch and that don't hold on to me. What are you talking about? This slim rack is over there. Like get it. out of here with that stuff. I like it. Did you get them? Did you get any couple? couple I didn't. I got nothing. I was so offended by the slim rack, I decided, you know what? Maybe this place isn't me. Where's Old Navy? I'm going to go get something a little bigger. Uh, So as we're all transitioning from working from home, we're still working from home, going back to the office. uh, Offices are trying to do kind of all different types of things to get employees back in the office, which Mm -hmm. includes allowing you to bring your dog into the office. So you could not do a dog-friendly workplace. Travis, this is Factor Cat. That's fact. I, I've come to a conclusion because, Emily, you've asked a handful of dog questions, and I like them. And, and I've come to the – I had a dog as a kid that I loved, and the dog was very important to me, and I liked to play with it, and I liked to pet it and all, all of the things that dogs get. I like the companionship that you would get from it, all of these things. But the more times you ask about these dog-related questions, Emily, the more I realize, keep your dog at home. I don't need your dog in my restaurant. I don't need your dog in my workspace. If you want to go to the park with your dog, good for you. If you want to go on on, on a ride with your car, good. But when we are in a communal environment, restaurants, workspaces, leave your animals at home, please, Al. I think for that alone, I'm all in, bro. You want to bring a couple (laughs) dogs. Here's the only thing. This is going to truly, truly be the problem if you bring your dog to work. Uh Bro, I want to play with the dog. You know, get me a tennis ball. I'm throwing that thing around. I might hit you. You know, you might be across the table. You might have a headset on. You're selling insurance. Well, I got to play with this little guy. <laughs> so that's the only thing. It's it's going to be more of a distraction than anything else. But these things are awesome. You know, I, I, I every time I go take Rookie for a walk, just using Rookie as an example, I know those who have dogs. People just they the vibe changes right like when you see a dog but Al, you're, that's you're, you're happy just said and this you take rookie for a walk through the park I, if I saw you come in with rookie yeah. in the park I'd be yeah. in a better mood too okay if I saw you come with rookie into the studio I'd be like um dude can you get your dog out of here please 
They, why, do, why is there a bowl of kibble and a bowl of water next to my feet? Get your dog's crap out of my way. Listen, he won't be in the studio. He'll be hanging out with Emily and Taylor. He'll be just yeah. one studio over. Um, I, I, I always say this. Like when you take – let me use as an example. You ever walk by um, – there's a retirement living, like a retirement home. Um, one, one of those uh, – Senior living. Homes. Senior living. That's what it is. Yes. And every time I walk by that place, I'm like, man, you know what they need in here? Dogs. Two or three, two or three golden retrievers, <laughs> or whatever dog, right? Running around just because they spark but, a place. I know what you're saying. I know what you're that's, saying. That's that's a There's residence. a big difference. They live that's there. A big difference that's between that's that. their home. They can yeah. have a dog. I when, I want six dogs in the studio when we're doing a show. That's all. And an iguana. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's this slippery slope. Well, you know what I? You know what I get uh, a, a great deal of emotional support from is my python. And and I and I and I'd like to bring my Python into work because Slee gets to bring Rookie. Um, I, I get I get a lot of love and tenderness from uh, by Python right here. So I, I'd like where to, the hell is the Viper? <laughs> I'd like to set up a terrarium in the kitchen at seven ten and just leave my Python in there because it's a it, it look we're bringing animals to work now. Leave your animal at home. Come on, man. Uh, there's an eagle in the conference room. <laughs> I'd be kind of into that. I'd be kind of into Eagles in the conference room. I'm not going to lie. Oh, All right, good. more calls on whether or not the Rams season is a failure if they lose or if you have a more nimble mind and can look at it again. in more than one way. Buzz Tom Brady, he is done. That's next. Stravensley, 710 ESPN. Feeling like you need a marketing degree and an extra day in your week to successfully market your small business? Let Constant Contact do the heavy lifting for you. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has powerful tools that make it easy to grow your audience, engage your customers, and sell more to boost your business. Now, in just a few clicks, you can launch a marketing campaign that's tailored to your business and goals. That includes email, social, SMS, and more. So you can sell more, raise more, and fast-track your business growth. Plus, you can always count on Constant Contact's award-winning customer support for guidance along the way. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. We're talking about the Rams and the Bengals Super Bowl. And we're talking about, you know, obviously if the Rams win, this is the ultimate prize. They went all in. They got it done. They made the trade. They sent the draft picks, et cetera, et cetera. Everybody's happy. They made a big bet, and it paid off big. The other question is, what if they don't? Right. What 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 is the feeling at the end of the season if Cincinnati comes to SoFi and leaves with a win? You're of the opinion that the result is a failure or excuse me, if the the result is a loss, it is a failure. Right. That there are no extenuating circumstances. It's more it's more black and white for me. And and part of that also has to do with it does have to do with that. you, You weren't it's not like they lost at Green Bay against the Packers. I, I think this one's just the way the it's set up. opponent matters to you, right? Opponent matters. You got there. You're playing the Bengals. You're at SoFi. There's there, a few things that I think kind of add to it. But, yes, to me it's more black or white. Black okay. and white. You you win, then great, you did. You accomplished exactly what you set out to do. You were one of the favorites before the season started. You lose against the Bengals a week from Sunday. I, I, don't, I literally genuinely don't even hesitate. I think it's a failed season. Okay. And and I hear you. I I don't think that it, it could be a failed season. My, my 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 opinion is not that no matter what happens, it's not a failure. My opinion is it matters what happens, 
because there's that failure and disappointing are not the same thing to me. Disappoint if they lose, no matter how it happens, it's deeply disappointing. Deeply disappointing. But I think there are a ton of ways that this game could go where you don't feel like it's a failure. If they play like they played against New England a few years ago, Super Bowl, that's a failure because you've been here before. You can't give me that again. That's a failure. If they, if Cincinnati runs up and down the field on them, that's a failure. If they are never in the game, that's a failure. But if there, there are a lot of ways that the Rams could come up short in that game where it's not a failure in my mind. And I'm going to put it to you like this. I'm going to try this one more way because – Failure to me means we have to hit the detonator. Guys lose their jobs. This doesn't work. It's a complete catastrophe. Let's start over. I don't think there's any scenario where that happens. Even if they, I don't think anybody's losing their job over what's going to happen in the Super Bowl. Even if they got housed, I don't think that's going to happen. No, I, I don't think it's going to happen. I, I don't think that would have happened either if you lost to Tampa. I don't think that would have happened no. if you lost to the Niners. I, I think that... You always knew that one of the one of the one outs that the Rams had with going all in, going to get Matt Stafford, going to get Von Miller, OBJ, all these players that they went and got. One of the outs that they had was, um, well, they could run it back next season, and, mm-hmm. and that's legit. I mean, it's not easy. What what the Rams accomplished up to this point um, to go out and get a brand new quarterback. Yes, he's been in the league for a long time, but to Make it to the Super Bowl on your first run, that's damn impressive, especially in the NFC that's got Aaron Rodgers, that has Brady. Tom Brady. Um, I, that part is impressive. The way they're set up today, the way it looks like right now, now that the dust has settled, they're there. The game's at SoFi, and I do think it does matter to me that they're not playing Mahomes, that they're not playing Josh Allen. And I hear what you're them. saying. I hear what you're saying. Yeah. By the yeah. way, you're 100% right. Yeah. They, they beat, beat the Tennessee Titans. was number one seed. They came back from 21-3 down to the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, they did all that. They accomplished all that. And I'm not trying to... I'm not trying to take anything away from the Bengals. It's more about the Rams, who they have, expectations, where the game's being played, and uh, and that's, that's how I kind of view it. All right, let's try some of these calls. 877-710-ESPN. Let's start in West Covina and Rafa. Rafa, you're on with Travis Lee. What's up? Hey, guys. Good morning. How are you doing? Morning, Rafa. Good, man. Thank you. Um, firstly, I think I'm a huge Rams fan, and I think it would be a colossal failure if they lose up the Super Bowl. Not to take it's not what I said. I'm, I'm, I'm going to stop everybody here in this point. It's not if they lose. It's how they lose if they lose. That's the difference. That's the distinction that I'm making. It's not that it's a failure. Al's point is, if they lose, no matter what, it's a failure. I don't believe that to be true. I think there's where it could be, but I think there's some places along the line where if they lose a shootout, I don't think that's a failure. I don't. If they lose a tight, tough game, I don't I, see it as a failure. I don't think I understand why that detail is so important to you. Why, why is that detail so important failing to you? means that you – cratered under the pressure that you weren't ready for the moment losing there's there's no, many definitions of failure that's not the only definition of failure. to, to, to my definition of failure yeah. is you cratered under the moment that you were never ready for it in the first place that you can compete like crazy and lose and it's not a failure it's a loss Lo- losing and failure are not the same thing anyway rafa i, I cut you off i'm sorry go ahead Oh, we, I, okay. I promise not to do that again. My bad, Rafa. I, I really was not trying to steamroll you right there. That was just uh, my bad. Along with, let's try Monrovia this time. And Phil, Phil, you're on with Travis. Bro, Lee. you blitz Rafa. Let him let Rafa sit in the me. pocket for a second. Sorry, Rafa. Go ahead, <laughs> Phil. What's up, guys? 
First off, uh, let me tell you another I'm, thing. I'm a full time <laughs> shopper, so if you ever need help finding things in a store, I'm always in there yes. to help you find it. There's our end. Thank you, Phil. <laughs> Number two, we all know a truth that Travis would look amazing in skinny jeans. And no question about it. Couldn't that. agree more, bro. <laughs> Turtleneck, skinny jeans, <laughs> and sunglasses okay. indoor, but like Phil, the big sunglasses. Pre-game in that outfit. I'm, I'm with. I'm kind of like this idea. Before you get to the the Rams, have you ever seen someone built like me in skinny jeans and thought that looks pretty good? Be honest. Your your reputation's on the line. Uh, I mean, I I think my opinion was that isn't a, a very it's opinionated unique. individual. It's very unique. Exactly. There you go. You, it's, you it's, are a good salesperson. It's the it's the swag that you walk with no matter what you're wearing. By the way, just so you know, he's a huge Louis Vuitton guy. Every time I see oh, Trav, yeah, yeah, I tried on a that. boss uh, suit uh, one to time. The Rams guys, Bad idea. look, Travis. Yes, I know what you're doing because I've done it before. You almost subconsciously are insulating yourself. No, just in case. And I think the Rams are up for the ultimate test. They're taking the ultimate test, and when you take a test. You got to pass it when you get this far and you put in the work, and I think it would be a failure. And the only reason I know this is because there's one man, Kobe Bryant, if you asked him today, Kobe would tell you it's going to be a failure because that's what we would expect from the Lakers if they didn't achieve when they put in what they have. Let me, okay, fair enough. And, and you're, you're probably right, Phil. I, I hear what you're saying, and I think if you asked Kobe that. Let me, let me, let me flip it out, and you tell me what you think. Okay. Do you think Sean McVay would look mm-hmm. at any result where they end with an L as a failure on his part and his team's part? Actually, I do. do you I really do. Yeah, I, I, I think failure. The, I yes, failure. I think the details. I, I think you have. You're really trying to pay attention to well. How did you lose? What did the details look like in the fourth quarter? Was it a game and Stafford threw a pick when you were up three, and then all of a sudden. Uh, you know, they lose the game because Joe Burrow drives them down and gets a touchdown. I, I don't think the details really matter to me. I, I really believe that – let me use this as an example. He just brought up Kobe Bryant. Remember when the Lakers, when they played the – who did they get through? They got through Portland with Shaq to get to the NBA Finals. And in the Finals, you had the Pacers waiting for you. You could not get through – that gauntlet of the Western Conference lose to the Pacers and then make, you know, I, I would use them at more as excuses. Well, Rick Smith's had a great series, and then Reggie Miller, I mean, hit all those shots, and Mark Jackson did this. I don't think the details really matter, especially when you're a team that's the favorite. You know how we, we flipped this and we said, if the Bengals, if you ask a Bengals fan the, the day after the Super Bowl, hey, you lost to the Rams. 24 to 17. Was this a failed season or not? They're going to say, "Boy, we're just getting here. We're just getting started. This is who we are. This is the identity. We're changing the culture of the Cincinnati Bengals." You've already done that with the Rams for a couple of years. You know, you already kind of you, you've built in and you've had the tough playoff losses and you made it to the Super Bowl and you've had disappointing seasons, good seasons. You've done everything but win the Super Bowl. That you get this far, it's in your home. Uh, it's in your home stadium. I, I don't think there's I don't think there's any need for any details. You win or you lose. Let's try another one here. Let's go to Long Beach this time. And Aaron, Aaron, you're on with Travis Lee. What's up, Aaron? Last chance, Aaron. What's Hello? up? Hey, yes, sir. You're on, bud. Yeah, I'm here. All right. Um, so I I got a couple things to say about this, and I got a metaphor to make. So I'm going to try and make it as concise as possible. But it's absolutely a failure because of the Stafford trade. Three years ago, we had golf. We went to the Super Bowl. It was amazing to be a Rams fan. We lost it. All right, whatever. If we had kept golf, got back in the same situation, we lose it again. We know the guy we have. 
but we sold the house for Stafford. And if you fail your MCATs or you fail to get into medical school and you go and you pay for a really, really good tutor, awesome, good for you. But if you fail, it doesn't matter if you got a better score than last time. The details don't matter. If Stafford puts up a touchdown because we didn't even score a touchdown three years ago, I don't care. If we lose, it's a failure because we sold the house. Why did we sell the house to get the same result? I like the house selling. I, 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 I like the idea of being out on the street because the Rams have not won the Super Bowl. I, I like that. I, I hear what you're saying. I, I think the point – I don't think. The point I'm trying to make is you, I, you guys are seeing this as any result that is the Rams on the wrong side is failure. I, I, I look at – maybe it's the definition of the word failure, Slee. Failure yeah. to me means you were unprepared means that you were not ready for the moment, means that it was too big for you, means things like this, means that this doesn't work. We need to burn this thing to the ground and start over. The New York Jets are a failure. The Jacksonville Jaguars are a failure. The Rams are none of those things. The Rams losing this game would be a gut punch. It would be incredibly disappointing but I don't think that it's a failure depending on how the thing unrolls. Now, do, do you think yeah. – let me, let me just throw this out there real quick. Do you think that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers this season to them was a failure? No, because I don't think they were good enough to win the Super Bowl in the first place. I think they think it's a failure because they won last season and, pro- and, and and you lost at home You know when you had a chance. I, it's not to say that the Rams weren't talented enough. Yeah, I do you think you. the Packers, this was a failed season for them? Yeah, the Packers, I do, because they, they didn't even get out of the they, – they, they were 0-1 in the playoffs. For the Packers, it's absolutely a failure. I think there are a few teams that – I know you gave some comps of teams that didn't have expectations, right? The mm-hmm. expectations were different. Last example I'm going to give, do you think this was a failed season for the Chargers? Yes, I do. I do too. I do. And it, but I would, and it, go back it to Green Bay for one sec, because yeah. I think I think it, it's actually making my point for me. I think that Green Bay is a good example. Because it went the way that it went – I think you're going to see a very different Green Bay team. I, I think you're going to see them tweak that thing, maybe to the point where, and maybe it's at Aaron Rodgers' decision as opposed to the team's decision. Yep. Maybe the team decides that, you know what, he's been here. We've been to one Super Bowl in 15, 18, however long he's been here. Maybe, you know, we got, to, we got to move on. Not that it's his fault, but that, that mix of guys is not a winning mix. This mix of guys, everything we've seen so far, is a winning mix. There, it's not a, it, it's, there's a difference between failure and disappointment. I'm going to keep saying it. Do I think they're going to, if they lost in the Super Bowl to the Bengals, which, again, I don't think they're going to lose to the Bengals, matters. but they if really they don't. did, I don't think, I, I don't think they're going to change much going into next year. I think they do have a little window here, right? Like I do think they have an opportunity to say, okay, let's roll the dice again. Um, I know every team has different circumstances, but every team also has different expectations. Ram expectations to this point, if you don't win at all, I, I, I think you're you're looking back and saying, man, this has been a good, solid four or five-year run, but we haven't got one to cash in on. All right, more on this coming up in just a little bit. Plus, Tom Brady officially said, you know what, I'm out of here. That's next. Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. And don't forget, you're going to want to keep listening for the Super Sounder because 710 ESPN has your tickets to see the battle for the Lombardi. When you hear the Super Sounder, you want to be caller number 7 at 877-710-ESPN. Not just on our show, Mason and Ireland, Sedano and Cap, all three hours. Make sure you're doing that. And if you hear it and you're caller number 7, you'll qualify to win a pair of Super tickets for the big game. The Super, or excuse me, the 710 Super Ticket Giveaway from your championship radio station, 710 ESPN.